Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Upon Further Review, episode 29. I'm Evan Grant of the Dallas Morning News and SportsDayDFW.com. What are you doing? You're fast, you're slow, you're, you're PBS Evan, then you're top, PMS, top, Evan. top 40 Evan. As long as I never get to Chris Berman, Evan. Wow. Yeah, that'd be too much. Hey, who are you two no names? What? Who are you? Oh, I'm, um, um, I'm Barry Horn. Kevin Sherrington. And who are the Cowboys working out at quarterback? More no names. A good question. We'll get we'll get to that in one second. But Kevin, first, you have analyzed the schedule. Yes, I have. Closely. I have. How devastating is the Tony Romo injury to the Cowboys win loss record? I said before the season started the Cowboys would go eleven and five. My recalibration is ten and six. One game. It's going to cost them one game. Who are the? Who? Which is the game that they're losing now? Well, here, here's the thing. Well, no, no, no. Which is the game that they're losing now? I don't. I don't know which game in particular. <laughs> I, I, but here's well, the thing. Take a wild guess. How it's, about it's, Sunday? It's not the. Uh, it won't be that, Sunday. That, oh, it will be Sunday. Uh, that could be close. That that could be a loss. I could see them losing this game. But here's the thing. It's not that he's costing them one game. Uh, it's that after this season started, first of all, they won a game that I didn't think they were going to win in Philadelphia. I had that down as a loss, and. The Eagles look so bad, um, and and then we we hear from everybody too. I I hate this thing. I hear it on national radio. I hear from a lot of people. Oh, the Giants gave that game away to the Cowboys. The Giants did not give that game away to the Cowboys. The the, the Cowboys gave them thirteen points uh, earlier in the game, and then at the end of the game they were in position to to win that game, and they didn't do it. But let's let's subtract those thirteen points and see where where the Giants were. Are you so, getting the water in your home from Jerry Jones Lake? What the heck? <laughs> What is that? Uh, so let me finish my point here. Oh, thank I you. Today, please. If, if the Cowboys, if 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 Tony Romo were still healthy, I think this team is capable of would, would have been capable of winning thirteen games. Okay. okay. Can you ask me the question now? How many wins you got them? It's going to cost them two. I think I had them. Kevin made me. I want. What, what what did you make me go to? Ten, ten, six. ten and six on the on the on Sports Day on air. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll go to. I, I, it's got to cost them more than one game. I'll go two games. Uh, so that puts them at ten to eight and eight. And I'll go right between the two of you guys. I have them at nine and seven. I do think that this, this is gonna, this will be tough over this next six game stretch. That, that that at the minimum they'll be without them. I mean, let's go through it real quickly. You've got Atlanta this week. Lost. At home, Lost. at home, I think they beat the Falcons. I don't think that the Falcons are two and zero against two teams that the Cowboys beat. So I, I think so. You can say the same thing about say the same thing about the Cowboys. Like the Cowboys are at home, but um, okay. But but let, let's listen. These are not last year's Falcons. This is a Falcon team with a defensive-minded coach, Dan Quinn. Who, who Mike Smith was a defensive-minded coach. Let me tell you something. What team did he? Dan Quinn comes from the Seattle Seahawks. They play defense. Are any of the Seahawks playing on the, on the Falcons? No, but he, I'm telling you, he's scheming the right Seahawks now. Seahawks are ruined, too. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> and who do they miss? Dan, Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn. Thank you. All right, at New Orleans, win or loss. Kevin. Oh, that's a win for the Cowboys. you got Drew Brees has got Drew arm Brees problems. Drew Brees is out now. Yes, he's got arm problems, mm-hmm. and that team is, was struggling last year. That was no fluke. What a Sunday night football game that'll be. Oof. New England. That's a loss. The bye week. That's a loss. Oh, okay. That's a win. Everybody gets healthy. Uh, at the Giants. You know what? Um, that That's a toss. That's that's a possible loss. They're obviously on the road. That's a, a tough place to play. I think, though, that the, the Giants will be reeling by then. They're already reeling, and I think they'll really be in a funk by that point. I, I think that's a loss. I do not think the Cowboys – there's no way they lose at Washington. 
Zero. The Redskins are a disaster. But the, not, What's not, the Redskins, the Redskins just won. Look, they're one and one. They're coming off a win. They're a disaster. Their defense is playing really well, how, and they decided now they're going to run the ball. How can you look at the Cowboys and think they're not a disaster offensively? Listen, this, they have had. Oh an, my god! They've had an Armageddon situation. Armageddon. Oh, is that the quarterback's arm? Is that it? Oh my god! <laughs> we might need to quit right now. <laughs> That's, We've quit for less than that, that's for sure. That's the worst joke I've ever heard. <laughs> no, I mean, your your team that let go the the leading rusher in the NFL last year, relying on a quarterback and a number one wide receiver, and now you're and out. You're missing your best defensive back. Yeah, right? you're out that quarterback and that wide receiver. And, 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 you know, people keep talking about what else they're missing in their pass rush. And, you know, Randy Gregory played for them. But people talk about they're missing – the 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 guy Hardy they're, Greg they're, Hardy they're missing Hardy he's never played for them how can you miss somebody who's never played for you but my, my the point I think about this team as I see it is why this is not Armageddon uh, what's happened to Tony Romo it, it, it is bad but the, the thing is that the Classical rest of the game. NFC uh, doesn't look very there's there aren't any dominating teams out there at this point and the ones that they're going to lose to are the teams they might have lost to anyway okay but you're also betting on Brandon Whedon as a game manager I think I think he can be a game manager you know because here's what here's what they've done so far with Tony what they've done with Tony is that they check it down throw it underneath dump it to somebody th- you know throw the ball to Lance Dunbar coming out of the backfield he's become one of their leading receivers you know he's, he's throwing stuff to to his slot receiver Cole Beasley these are things that Brandon Whedon could do my, my question about Brandon Whedon can he do what Tony does at the line of scrimmage which was check it down Yes. All right. Will he be able to check it? Yeah, down? that's a question. I don't know. I, I asked that question yesterday of uh, you know Jason Ooh. Garrett at the press conference. What a name dropper he's yes. been today. And what is what does he do? He, he gives me coach speak. What yeah, we're say? very confident in him. Uh, but I will say well, this. What do you think he's going to say? Well, <laughs> well no. <laughs> didn't he call the creek here? Did, did he call you aside <laughs> after? Put his arm around you and explain? Did he blink he did when he answered the question? Because I have noticed Jason Garrett does not blink. He he, do, he doesn't blink. I don't think very much. He does not blink. Did you ask Jason Garrett who they're going to bring in as the backup quarterback? Who will be the number? Who will be standing on the sidelines holding the clipboard this week? I did not ask that question, but you know the the, the backup quarterback question did come to mind. And you know we we hear talk now that or this is not talk. They did bring in among among other people Christian Ponder, Matthew Bethel Thompson. <laughs> not Matthew McLeod. <laughs> McLeod Bethel Thompson, which I, I know, which McLeod I thought Bethel. was. I think Johnson, that, Johnson, not Thompson. I think that was a college. A ca- was that a Methodist college? I I'm not sure. But at any, at any rate, uh, they brought him in. You left when they brought Tony Romo in, too. Matt Flynn. They brought Matt Flynn in. No, no, Mike, no. I, I asked Babe Loffenberg and that, at that training another camp. Another Oh, at that training Try camp. Try to say, answer a question without saying, that was, mention dr- name drop. That's when they had Quincy Carter and Chad Hutchinson. I said, why don't they just let t- Tony Romo start? And he, Because Babe was very high on Tony. Even as a rookie free agent, and he said, "Oh, you can't do that." He said, "But I really do like this guy." All right, who else did they bring in? They brought in Flynn, they brought in Ponder, they brought in Josh Johnson, mm-hmm. and they brought in Bethune Cookman. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, they brought in all these guys, but here's the thing: here's what you have to remember: Are, are they going to bring in one of these guys and actually play him? No. Well, you don't know what. what well, you can't play them. What happens? Why if, do they bring in Kellen? What Moore? happens? What happens if Whedon gets? Hurts. Uh, yes, he can get hurt. Okay. The reason they brought in Kellen Moore, as I'm just trying to say, as you always interrupt me, and always always at the wrong time. Oh, my God. 
is that yes, sorry, Kellen Dad. Moore played under Scott Linehan in Detroit. They're running a very similar offense now, or at least some of the concepts are, to what they did in Detroit. Therefore, Kellen Moore was familiar with that. He's familiar with it here. That's what you want. You don't want to be bringing in a guy who doesn't know the plays, who doesn't know what's going on. How can any of these four guys they brought in possibly step in and play is Kellen the Moore, position? Is, can I ask a question? Am I yes, interrupting? Is, no, Kellen no, Moore, no, no. Is, he, is he a southpaw? Is he a left-hander? No. Okay. Why were you thinking that? I don't know. He's a very small guy, and he, he doesn't have a big arm. He was a big winner in college. Because I want to ask you about another left. I want to ask you about a left-handed quarterback whose name has not been mentioned here, but has been thrown about. Who? And you know what na- name I'm going to give you? No. University of Florida Heisman Trophy winner Tim Tebow. Okay, let's let's bring it up. Let's bring it up so you can knock it down. Who was uh, apparently the choice of both Greg Abbott, our governor, <laughs> and Skip Bayless. <laughs> Our dictator in exile. I like that. That's a good title for him. Uh, you, you know, it's, that's ridiculous to talk about Tim Tebow at this point. I mean, you, you know, the, the one thing Tim Tebow brings is a guy uh, who could who could take off and run. You know, if you wanted him to, and that's it. He's he's not a he's not an accurate passer. Uh, he's not going to know this offense. You know, I, I just can't get past the fact that people want to think about bringing in somebody and ha- have him playing right away. And trying to think about, we just talked about the fact, can Brandon Whedon stand at the line of scrimmage before the snap and and, and read a defense and and go to something else? Because to me, that's going to be a very pivotal thing. I I think, you know, as I wrote in my column for today, we all go crazy watching Tony Romo do that. And it's like he's diffusing a bomb up there, and it's about to go off. And will it go off before he finally gets the ball snapped? But you cannot underestimate that, that, that ability to do that and get them in the right play and to avoid some kind of mayhem. All right, well, let me ask you this. And I'm no advocate of Tim Tebow here because the guy hasn't – he had one nice stretch in Denver, and that With was With a that. very good defense, a very good team. That was that. <laughs> Would Tim Tebow not be your best running option at this point in time? Yeah, he might be. You know what? Uh, I, 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 I thought it was very interesting at the press conference yesterday when um, someone asked uh, about Darren McFadden. And, you know, you always have to look for, for Jason Garrett. You, you have to read past all these all this coach speak. And and so he's talking about McFadden. And there was a play, of course, and I've been a big proponent of, of playing McFadden over Joseph Randall. I just think he's he, he brings more bang back there than, than Randall does. And there was a play where he took a short pass, turned, and just trucked. Uh, uh, one of the, one of the uh, one of the players, one of the defensive players, and uh, it was a it was a tremendous play, and uh, it, and that was the play that he that Garrett cited in the game that he turned, planted his foot, went north, hit the guy, and then he said he or as he put it, finished the run. That is not the way that Joseph Randall runs. That Des well, it's not, and that's not the way Des Bryant described it. He said he just trucked his ass. Or you just got your your ass. There's dropped. a lot of people talking about ass right now. Yeah, there are Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, there are. Uh, yeah, well, Brett well, Bielema. I, I so I want to hear Jerry's great the greatest quote ever well, from Jerry. Speaking of ass, yes, um, that's right. He's lo- he was lower than a, than a crippled cricket's ass. What have you heard that growing up when you grew up in? Uh, I did not grow up in Arkansas. But you spent be, enough time there. You, yeah, you have spent enough time there for that to have slipped into your. I and I'm surprised I haven't read it in a column from you previously. <laughs> I may work it in at some point. That is a Kevin Cornpone colloquialism right there. That, that was really hard for you to say, too, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like Sinchu Chu and Cespedes. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something positive with the Cowboys. How about that Sean Lee? You know what? I think this is the perfect position for him to play. You know, in, in that uh, that 
you know, that Tampa 2 defense, you're supposed to have a great weak side linebacker. And he was playing in the middle for the Cowboys when he came out. And, and you know, he took a lot of abuse there playing in the middle. That's a very tough physical position to play. I think playing on that weak side, he gets to freelance a little bit, uh, kind of just go on his own, kind of like playing free safety at linebacker. And he was tremendous. So now we're going to talk about the durability of Sean Lee? No, we're not going to jinx him. No, you know, I, I think that's, you know, I, I feel like it's always a cheap shot with with, with athletes. You know, it's a, it's a tough sport. Any sport is tough, and, and guys get hurt. And he has oh, I, I mean, he's just been injury prone. But I, I, can you can, can, you, can you count, count on, on him? him? Yeah. You know, I don't know if you can count on anybody uh, in, in football. Well, I, mean, I certainly can't count on the two of you. No, no, you sure can't. Uh, but th- that's the thing. You know, you, while he's out there, he plays great. He plays great. It's like, it's like Evan was talking about Mike Napoli. You just ride him as long as you, as you can go. That is correct. Yeah, That's absolutely, absolutely right. So. And so, so here's the thing about the Cowboys in that defense: as great as Sean Lee is playing right now, he's you know this is the way he was playing before, even when he was playing the middle. But now, in a couple of weeks, you're going to get Rolando McLean back, uh, you know, presumably to play the middle, uh, and then who's their biggest hitter? Uh, you're going to get uh, Randy Gregory back, uh, as, who was that before he left? Their best pass rusher, and then they're going to get Greg Hardy back, who's their best overall defensive lineman. And if you do want to look, if you want to draw a comparison, if you want to draw a Rangers comparison, actually, you know, you look at what the Rangers did with folding players in as the season went on, and now they've got fresh arms in their rotation and in their bullpen as they're going down the stretch. You get those guys back from injury at the second half of the season as you're making a playoff drive, and the Cowboys look to have an even fresher. Uh, more well-rounded defense that may make the difference if if this this division gets close. I I, I still think that even at nine and seven they win the division. I do too. I think nine and seven wins. But it, it, here's the thing: this was already a, been a really good defense. They they have been terrific in these first two games. Uh, and then you're going to add those guys to that. You know, Rob Marinelli uh, to me is is there a better defensive coordinator in, in football? I, I don't know. I, I think what he does, the Cowboys have bought into. You know, well, he, Dan Quinn was really good, but now he's he was a head really, coach. Yeah, that's he's right. Head co- but but you know what Dan Quinn was doing was working with a lot of high draft picks in that mm-hmm. Seattle in that oh that in that Seattle secondary. Like, I, I, except for our, our man, the cornerback. Yeah, he, but they but there were some very good players yeah. in that secondary. Uh, as well, and the, he's basically what he did last year when the defensive line was unbelievable uh, to take those guys off out of bus stops and and do that. Well, what he did last year, I think, was maximize what he had on defense, which is okay. We may not have the greatest unit out here, but we can create some turnovers. We can create some takeaways, and they did a much better job, oh, absolutely, of creating takeaways last year than they had in in, in previous years. Um, uh, uh, under Monty Kiffin. And plus, you've also seen already the improvement in the secondary. Uh, you know, Orlando Scandrick goes out, and that's and he was their best defensive back, no question about it. Uh, and his replacement is Tyler Patman. He comes in. Uh, there was a throw last week to Miles Austin, right? Miles is briefly open on the play. Didn't you like seeing Miles Austin in the opponent's uh, I, in an opponent's I jersey? I have to tell you, I'd forgotten that Miles Austin was playing for the Eagles. I think everybody else had too. Uh, and he turns to make the catch, and Patman sticks his hand in there and strips it away. Right. A, a he had the nice catch. Play. He had the ball. He had the ball, and very nice play. You know, uh, so far, Brandon Carr's played uh, played pretty well. Mo Claiborne hasn't, hasn't even been bad. A, fir- a first-round pick, That's by right. the way. What did Odell Beckham do against the Cowboys this year? 
Not much. I think he had four catches for 45 yards. Not much. He had, like you know, when he was back to being Odell Beckham last week against the, the Falcons. Absolutely. He had 100 plus yards. And Absolutely. And the Falcons won that game, right? Yeah, the Falcons okay. did win that game. So now, that, that was with Randy Gregory uh, rushing the passer. I do think that Eli Manning was really rattled in that game, uh, and they don't have that right now. But they will get, be getting that back pretty soon. So I expect this defense to get much better, uh, as, as well as it's playing, I think it will get much better. So when you combine that with the fact that, uh, you, know, you know, I do think Whedon can be a bus driver, uh, it, the, the question for me is, two questions, can he make the calls at the line of scrimmage that he needs to make, and B, can they put together a better power let, running let, let game? Let me just be devil's advocate with you Go ahead. on Mr. Bus Driver. How did he drive the bus last year when he had DeMarco Murray and Des Bryant? on? on he had one start against... Arizona. And how did he do? He did not do well. But as as, Does he, as and he has doesn't have those two this, this as Jason Garrett pointed out, neither did the rest of us. Uh, he said that the the Cowboys in general did not play well. Look, he's he's a backup quarterback for a reason. He lost a starting job in Cleveland for a reason. He's he's a flawed quarterback. There's no right. doubt about well, that. What kind of baseball player was he? Evan? I have no idea. But you do. I do think you do have even without Dez, you have some tools here to be a bus manager if you want. You can rotate. The, the one thing about not having a dominant running back is you can rotate all those guys in. I think you've mentioned that you think Kristen Michael will play more going forward. At some point, I think he will. I think the problem the problem is, is I was talking to somebody out there yesterday, getting him in the game is that uh, if you, you're not going to have four active running backs. And and right now, Lance Dunbar is a real option. As why it. wouldn't you? Why, why wouldn't you go to that extreme length, given given how, how, how thin you are with offensive – well, uh, because weapons. that means you're probably going to sit the fullback, and they really like klutz. Uh, you know, who doesn't like who a doesn't like a klutz? Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, so anyway, I I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I think it's worth looking at though, because you you've got to have a power running game, mm-hmm. uh, and, and especially. In, and you think he's their best power running option? Well, he probably is. Although, I, as I said, I think that Darren McFadden brings you a little something there, and I think I'd like to see him play and a I, little more. I really like what they did with Dunbar in the opener, in, in terms of, of throwing passes short underneath to him and letting him run in the open field a little bit. When and also now that, and then last week against Philadelphia, you saw him going deep. Yeah. Uh, if he lays out on that one throw, Tony made a great throw. Then that's that ball's on the on the five yard line. How many? Two, I I didn't see much of the game because obviously I was doing Rangers. But how much uh, did we see of any two tight end sets against Philadelphia? And will we see that going forward? Well, uh, you know, because you, because you Barry here is Gavin Escobar's <laughs> Escobar's agent. You know, every time he he, he almost had he a, almost had the first touchdown in two games in both almost games this that's, 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 he that's gave up almost. short and and I think upon further review if they really gave that serious consideration that was a touchdown. Uh, I, I think if he had tried to run oh, into the end zone instead of diving into the end zone, thank you, Mrs. Escobar. He would. <laughs> why don't you like Gavin Escobar? I think he's. I think he's fine. I don't like him like you like him. He. You seem to think he is a key to this season. But I. I say he's he, the Charlie Villanueva of but this wait team. Wait a minute. Could could the Cowboys make use out of out of some two tight end sets? Well, sure, but you know that now that James Hanna was hurt and so he did not even play. So that means that Jeff Swain, you know, the rookie he from caught Texas, a pass, didn't he? caught a pass and didn't get anywhere with it, but he caught a pass. Uh, so he was playing, but they got enough tight. They got four tight ends, so yeah, they they could and should. Uh, right now, though, the problem with Mr. Escobar is that he's still not much of a blocker. He's not a tight end. He, he's he's a, a t- he's a big wide. He's receiver. a big wide receiver yeah, who obviously isn't a great wide receiver. So, so um, no, I I want I want this all marked for when he has his hundred yard game with two touchdowns and carries the Cowboys to victory. You will apologize. Of course, he's a second round draft pick. You would hope he would have. He's a second. Like it's not his fault. He was a second round. He didn't pick himself. <laughs> After I wake up, Brian, from you putting him to sleep with Escobar talk, I will get him to market. 
But before we get out of here, it's it's prediction time. Uh, what do you, <laughs> Did you bring your bass drum with you? Evan, stop that. <laughs> what do you have this week, Barry? I'm going 27-14 uh, Atlanta. Kevin? 21-17 Cowboys. I will go 23-17 Cowboys. Oh, the homers. Why don't we just call this a pond for the homers? I'm the guy from Atlanta. I grew up a Falcon fan. And? And I'm picking the Cowboys. Look what that did for him. Yeah, thanks. I think I think th- 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 we're in for a rude awakening. The real the real season starts this week. Or, oh, okay. Thank you, Captain Obvious. All right, we're we're going to get out of here before Barry makes any more observations. Uh, I am Evan Grant. You are Kevin Sharing, and I am right. Okay, and he's Mr. Escobar. Good night and good luck. <laughs>